there, and welcome to the Simply Living For Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living For Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living For Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in our homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. Well, today's episode is going to be all about just that. When everything is stripped away from us, which right now we are in the middle of this global pandemic with the coronavirus, and we are all on lockdown, and you know, we're home, and all of our securities have been stripped away, and this is what I've talked about all these years on Simply Living for Him, getting rid of distractions. And right now, we are really forced to get rid of anything that has been distracting us from Jesus. So we've got a lot to talk about on today's episode. I am so glad that you're joining me. If you are out there and you are listening for the first time, um, I hope that this podcast will give you some encouragement in a very kind of um, uncertain time. Before we start, I want to thank our podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian publishing company. They are known for their awesome homeschooling curriculum. And I wanted to tell you right now, since most schools in the United States are um, moving to the online model for at least several weeks uh, and children are coming home, what a wonderful time for me to point you to our amazing sponsor, Apologia. If you are just thinking about homeschooling or getting started, they have a free ebook, a welcome home ebook, which is packed with homeschooling information and encouragement. So please go check that out at Apologia.com. Um, you can find that on their website, that free ebook. And it's just got amazing encouragement and a lot of good resources. So if you find yourself suddenly homeschooling, go check them out. Or if you are thinking about homeschooling or you've even been doing this a while, you're going to find encouragement in there. So I wanted to talk today about, you know, we're not going to talk about the coronavirus per se, because everybody has their opinions on what that, um, you know, what is going on. And there's, it's crazy, you know, some people say you're not fearful enough, other people are too fearful. And we're just, we're not going to talk about that stuff. Because regardless of your opinion, this is a big deal, right? This is a big deal when you have schools closing down, my daughter is home from college. Um, It all started with her last week. Gosh, how much has changed in a week is really beyond my mind right now because just last week she was supposed to be going to Ireland with her school over spring break for a tour for her corral she's raised money for this trip she's prayed about this trip you know they they had over 50 people in the corral going and uh within hours of the trip the night before it was canceled or postponed till fall because of the coronavirus and at that time it was the whole are we overreacting is is the school overreacting you know there was a lot of that going around still Um, but I remember feeling like well I'm glad that they're not going because I don't know what this week is going to bring and boy this week brought more than I ever could have imagined you know at that point I thought what if this gets worse and she's stuck over there now looking back, boy, did it really get worse? And she really would have been not in a good place if she was in Europe right now. So I'm so thankful that her school postponed the trip and that she's here. But now she has found out that she is home an extra month. Um, and that's really, 
confusing, right? It's just like no one would expect that. So she's got to do her classes online and work all that out. It's sad. You know, I could cry. It's her first year at college. She's having a great experience. And literally, it's like, just stopped. Everything has just stopped so quickly. So there's a lot of fear going on right now. You know, everybody has their story of what's been canceled and how this has affected them. If you're out there and you have a family member or you yourself have been affected by this virus, please know that I am praying for you and will be praying and you can always reach out to me for prayer. Um, But my heart really is just, you know, um, at this time, wanting to do what I've always done here at Simply Living for Him, which is point to Jesus. Um, And even more so now, you know, the past few days I have done devotionals online over at Simply Living for Him on the Facebook page. I'll link to those in the show notes. But I've just really felt like, you know what, I've been wanting to do video devotionals on my Simply Living for Him Facebook page for a long time. And I don't know if I got let fear get in the way or just life get in the way. And this week I was like, you know what, you're done with that fear and and whatever's hindering you. Get out there and share Jesus. And so that's what I've been doing every day. I've been doing video devotionals and it's been um, wonderful to see that they're encouraging um, people out there because there's so many emotions right now from fear and, you know, panic and just overwhelmed and confusion But I can't help think, and I talked about this in one of my devotionals, and I've been thinking about it a lot today already. I can't help but think that, I mean, it's literally what I talk about at Simply Living for Him all the time, stripping away everything. Like, I can't help but think that the Lord is calling us to Him, you know? Like, look, I'm taking away all of your stuff, all of your busy schedules, all of the running around you're doing, all of a sudden it's all canceled. I'm taking it all away. I'm taking kids out of schools and putting them home and so they can be with their families. And folks out there, if you've got your kids home, like suddenly, don't let them see you complain about that or feel like, oh, you know, what are we going to do? The kids are home. I mean, just be thankful, right? We get to spend time with these kids. Um, But I can't help but think that the Lord is taking away all of our comfort, all of our security, which is really a false security. We're really no more secure today than we were before this coronavirus. We're really no more uncertain today than we were before this coronavirus because the truth is from moment to moment, nothing is secure. At any time, anything can happen. It's just that we always have a false sense of security when everything is going well. Frankly, the Lord could come back right now. He could come back in the middle of me recording this podcast. Wouldn't that be wonderful? And as Christians, we should always be prepared for that. And we should not live like, you know, doomsday all the time, but we should wake up during this time and say, wow, I was really putting my security in other things. I was really dependent on my comforts in this world. Um, you know, I've just been evaluating so much of my my own stuff the past few days, you know. Everything has been stripped away, like all of the things that we depend on daily, you know. Um, life has just changed overnight. There is no normal that we're used to. And I really believe that God in all this is saying, come to me. I am the only thing 
that is secure. I am the only thing that is certain in an uncertain world. I am the only thing that is steady in this world that is so chaotic. And if this is a time that it brings people back to the word, then that's, you know, a wonderful outcome. If this is a time where it causes people to face their own mortality, you know, honestly, that's what all the fear is always about. Human beings have a longing that is within them that God put there for eternity. They have such a feeling here to fill up a void or to distract themselves from truth because they have that inborn knowing that they are created for eternity. And what we do with that is we either choose to like push that down, push that down, not think about that. And let's focus on the things of this world and all the temporary joys and all the things here. And let's not think about that someday. Um, Or we can choose to say, you know what, I was created for more than this world. And so and I will live in this world while I am here, but always with one eye on the fact that I am created for more than this. And so I think a lot of times, um, people, you know, they push that down that inner knowledge that is in them that knows they were created more for more than this, but because they're scared, and they don't really know what that means, because they don't maybe have a relationship with God, or they don't know the word, you know, so when all of a sudden, everything is taken away, that becomes a very real thing. Like this world is not all there is. We see this world really for what it is right now. When everything is in chaos and everything is taken away, we realize this isn't all there is. And so I can't help but think that God is like literally stripping away. You know, I talked about simplifying for now a decade over here online and getting rid of things that hinder us and getting rid of things that distract us. And right now we're in a forced time of getting rid of things that hinder us and distract us. We are forced to be at home. We are forced to maybe evaluate our mortality to say, wow, like something could happen to me or my loved ones. We are forced to really look at life through the lens of what truly matters. When everything is stripped away and everything is taken away, and at this time it was really quickly and by force, it seems like, all of our usual creature comforts and habits and schedules and, you know, daily lives. When all of those things are taken away, what is left? What is left? What are you living for? Because the truth is, whether it's the coronavirus or not, someday all of those things will be taken away. And God wants us to face that truth. He doesn't want us to live every day in like a doomsday, you know, um, apocalyptic world and say, you know, it's all ending. But he does want us to live with the truth that, yes, enjoy this world, but enjoy it knowing that there's more to come. And how are you using your time here in this world to live for him and to glorify him? Because most of us are living for ourselves and to glorify ourselves, you know, in this earthly world, our our usual daily like life revolves around us um, and, you know, how everything is affecting us. And maybe this is a wake up call to say, guess what? Life isn't all about us. There is more to this world. So when everything is stripped away right now, if you're listening to this and your events were canceled, your job is possibly on the line uh, where everyone's going to be facing financial 
hardships because of this. My speaking season is just begun and it looks like it's just ending. You know, that is uh, a source of income for my family. Um, there's innumerable things, right, that everybody is facing, whether it's job related, whether it's um, just your usual things are canceled if your children are in school, if, you know, you had events planned, if you had gather, like just being social, right? It's like all canceled for now. So do we put our security in money? Because a lot of us are losing income. And we know that that is not our, this is one that I've always dealt with, right? I feel secure when I know that, you know, there's a little extra in the bank. Well, God wants to say, guess what? Your security does not come from temporal things, right? Um, I feel secure when I know I'm healthy. Well, guess what? Tomorrow, me or my family, something may happen. But guess what? I serve a God who promises that I'm going to live with him in eternity, so there's nothing to fear. You see, we hold on to this life because it's all that we know. If we truly knew what God has in store for us beyond this life, we wouldn't hold so tightly to this one. And I believe that's why so many of us are fearful right now. We don't face the fact that what is to come after this. And like I said before, we're sort of in denial and we push it down and push it down and push it down and throw up, throw all kinds of stuff on top of it, like, you know, achievements and daily pleasures and homes and decorating and shopping and whatever it is. And we focus on attaining all of those things. And sometimes I really think it's because we don't want to face the truth, which is that none of us is made to live here forever. But we were made to live with God in heaven forever. And so it's not scary when you really get in your word and you start to understand those truths. It took me years, and I'm still a work in progress, to get past my fears. I used to, as a child, I'm going to be honest with you guys, as a child, young woman, I was completely terrified of death. I would think about it as a child. I would be terrified that something was going to happen. As a young woman, it still reared its ugly head. It wasn't just the normal, like, you know, everybody I think has a fear. It was like a consuming fear at certain times. Um, as an adult, even as an adult who now walks with Jesus, it sometimes would rear its ugly head. But I can tell you that even through all this now, I know that the Lord has worked in my life because there is this undercurrent of peace. Like I think to myself, what is the worst, worst, worst thing that could happen? I die. Like that's, I mean, let's face it. What are, what are we all so afraid of right now? that we're going to lose our home, that we're going to lose our security, that we're going to lose all of our money. You know, those things are bad, but it's the worst, worst, worst case scenario that you may get sick and, and die. And there's still an undercurrent of peace because I know that I wasn't created for this world. I was created to live in this world for a certain amount of time, whether it's 44 years, which is how old I am now, or it's 104 years. God already has my days numbered. I didn't. I used to know that truth, but I didn't live it out because I still had a lot of fear. So I know that God has been transforming me in my life because deep down, I really do have a peace. Um, nobody wants to walk through what we're walking through right now. 
Nobody wants to be fearful that they're going to lose their homes, their monies, their jobs, their health. Nobody is comfortable with this right now. However, we must remember that since the beginning of time, there have always been catastrophes, tragedies, world, you know, uh, upheaval like we're in right now. There has always been something. We are not like this is not the first time that the world has seen some, you know, awful catastrophe. Since the beginning of time, things have happened. And God has a plan for all of humanity that we don't know exactly how it's all going to play out on a daily basis. But the Bible tells us how it's all going to play out in the end. And in the end, Jesus is coming back. And that is a good thing. That is not something to be afraid of. When I was a new Christian, I was afraid of that. (laughs) I'm just admitting that. I was like, I don't want Jesus to come back. I want to live my life first. I want to get married and have kids. And I want to do all the things I want to do. And then he can come back. Well, quite frankly, (laughs) when I think about that now, that is a very earthly temporal view. Because... I can't wait for Jesus to come back. I can't wait for this world to be made perfect. I can't wait. But as humans, we are so afraid of that unknown and we put all of our security in what we know here that we think that this is, you know, this is what we're living for. But in fact, there's more. I talk about it in my devotional. There's one devotion. Maybe I'll read it this week on my uh, Facebook page on my Simply Living for Him for my week, uh, my daily devotionals. But there's one in particular where I talk about my ducks when we had ducks. Um, we don't anymore, but we did. And um, when we first got those little ducklings, they lived in the garage and they lived under those little red light, you know, to keep them warm because they were just babies. And so... That was all that they knew. They were perfectly happy in that little garage living under their little red light, their little fake world, um, because they needed that heat because it wasn't warm enough to outside yet. They lived in a little, you know, Rubbermaid uh, tub and, you know, a little fake world in my garage. And they lived there for a few weeks and they were fine and they were happy. And we gave them like a little, I don't know, a little tub of water. They were tiny. So, you know, they had like a dish of water to play in or whatever. And so... When it was finally time to bring them outside, I always remember that we brought them outside and they were like in the grass, like, oh my goodness, you know, quack, 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 quack. They were waddling around. They were so excited. And I remember thinking like, yeah, this is what you're made for. You were happy in that garage. You thought that was good. Look, you're out in the world now. This is what you're made for. And I remember thinking... If they had always just stayed in that garage, they would have been fine. They would have been happy because they wouldn't have known that there was anything else out there. But once they were out of that garage and they saw the sunshine and the world and real water and they were free and they were roaming around and there were little bugs to eat. It was like, yeah, you were actually made for this. You were made for so much more. And I think that's us. Right now we're living in the garage. We're living in this garage of earth. And we think this is all that and then some, right? We're like, this is so wonderful. But we are made for something even far greater. We are made like those little ducks. Like when they got out there, I remember thinking they must just be like, whoa, you know, 
this is so much better than the garage. So while we can be content with the here and now and we can get really comfortable here on earth, we're made for so much more than this. And our minds can't comprehend that because we're kind of stuck between two worlds right now. We're in this earthly um, world, which, you know, God has designed for us to live in and to experience and to enjoy while we're here. I mean, look at the creation. We can enjoy the beautiful creation that he created. But there is also more to come. So be encouraged in that. It's not to say that we're like, oh, you know, we can't wait for catastrophe to come because we want to die and be with God. But it's to say, live here, live now, enjoy this garage for what it is, but know that there's no need to fear because there is so much more to come that one day when we are in heaven, we're going to be like, ha, huh, we were so content on that earth. What were we thinking? So... If that encourages you a little bit, just to take some of that like big, big fear out. Because I think our fear these days in the chaos is just really of the unknown. So just, I would encourage you, if you haven't been in your word, go in the Bible. It, it, God has been just so um, faithful in his word and giving me peace this week because I can get anxious with the best of them. And so I learned this week, you know, Karen, are you looking for security in the headlines? Are you scrolling the internet or are you going to get in your scriptures and get some peace in there? And, you know, I would, I would search the internet looking for some hope, right? I'm, everybody's looking for a headline that offers hope. Right now, none of them do. But guess what? God's word does. And so use this time that everything is stripped away, whether it's your normal schedule, whether it's material things that are being physically stripped away from you right now, whether it's even people being stripped away from you right now because you can't see them or they're sick or whatever it is. Sit at your father's feet and say, Lord, I want to know what this world is all about. I want to know what or this life is all about. I know that I'm made for more than this. Help me to live in this earthly world and accomplish the things that you will for me, but help me to remember that there is more to come, that this isn't all there is. Lord, give me peace among all these storms, right? We can be very peaceful one minute because we got our eyes on the Lord and then a, a, a breaking news comes on and all of a sudden we've lost all of our peace because it's scary, right? ask him say lord i need the peace that only you can give if he can give me peace in a time like this he can give peace to anyone because like i said i can get anxious with the best of them my history for me would be right now to be crawled up in a ball reading all the headlines and being terrified and i read the headlines i am informed and i'm being safe i'm keeping my family home um but I do have an underlying peace that only I can say comes from the Lord, that he is working in all things. He is working in this, that tragedies are not new to the world. There has always been catastrophes. There have always been, since the beginning of time, things that have happened to mankind. And we can either choose to shine in the middle of this, or we can choose to... Um, like me, you know, roll up in the fetal position. We can shine to other Christians right now. We can shine his light. Right now, people are going to be scared and searching and, um, you know, looking for some hope. We have the hope to offer them. We have the hope of Jesus. We have his peace. We have his word. Point your friends. This is a time I said to Steve, like, 
you know, tragedies have happened and all these things have happened. I said, but if we had been in this type of situation with, you know, the world pretty much shutting down without the internet, it would be a very different world. But guess what? We have the ability to still reach people around the world. That's why I do this podcast. We have the ability to reach people around the world and share the hope of Jesus. We have communication that we can share even while we're all stuck in our homes. And I think that is really an amazing thing to think about. So I want to encourage you, wherever you are right now in the middle of this situation, if you are having finding yourself that everything is stripped away, ask yourself, okay, Lord, what are you teaching me? through this. This is a time to reprioritize, to really gain some perspective on life. Are the things that you've been chasing after, are the things that you've been worried about, are the things that you've been trying to achieve every day, are the things that you've been wrapped up in really necessary? Because right now everything is stripped away and you can really see your life for what it is. What matters most? What's important? What are you focusing on every day? Have you not been focusing on the Lord? Great, now is your time. You get a chance to get back to Him. He's taking it all away so that all we have left is Him. Unfortunately, it didn't have to be that way. He didn't have to take everything away. We should have had Him at the center from the beginning. But as humans, what do we do? We get so easily tempted by all the bright and shiny things of this world that we put our comfort and our security in those things and we forget our first love. But now we have a chance. We have a chance to focus on him, to focus on what matters most, to get back to his feet, to sit at his feet and listen to him. He's talking to you in his word. Open it. If you have questions about it, I'm not a, I don't claim to be a Bible scholar or a theologian, but if you have questions and you don't know who to talk to, you can email me anytime. And I would be happy to help you or point you to a resource that might be more helpful. If you feel like you are a, so afraid right now or anxious, please email me. I will pray with you. I will help you. I will, like I said, provide resources, whatever I can do. This isn't a time for us Christians to be, you know, shying away. We need to help others that are in need and to point everyone we can to Jesus. Who knows what the Lord is doing right now, but something big is going on. The world is literally at a standstill. Something big is going on. Everything is stripped away for a reason. Let's get back to our first love. Let's get back to focusing on God and living for him and not all the stuff that has clamored for our attention for far too long, all the stuff that has filled up our homes far too long, all the stuff that has filled up our calendars and our schedules far too long, all the things that have taken our eyes off of him. Now is the time to put your eyes back on him. Reevaluate what is truly important. You parents that have your kids home unexpectedly from school, look at them and say what a gift we get to be together god is bringing families home together under the same roof every day i don't think that's a terrible thing i think that's a wonderful thing this is a time to reevaluate and say lord i want to keep my eyes on you and i only want the things in my life that are glorifying you honoring you and helping me to live out my purpose on this earth knowing that there is a far greater purpose yet to come So I hope this encouraged you wherever you are in the middle of this time. Um, Please reach out to me if you need prayer. I have some Bibles here. 
They are free. I will send them out to you. I don't have a lot of them, but I do have some. If you need a Bible and you don't have one and you can't afford one, I have some. I will send it to you for free. Also, you can go online at any time and find a Bible, the blueletterbible.org, bible.org. Just search Bible in Google and you can find every translation you want all right there online if you want to start reading your Bible. Um, Get on your knees and pray. We need to be praying now more than ever. I thank you for listening, and until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.